Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today is a very special one because I have one of my clients, Julie, to come on here and talk to you all about her journey in six-month one-on-one coaching. And I have just really been inspired by Julie's journey, but also just coaching her it really helped me kind of see like, you know, there comes a point in your weight loss journey that you can like give yourself the permission to change your goals and whatever goal that you set yourself with at the beginning, it can evolve over time. And Julie is a really great example of that. And I just want to share her journey with you because if you are someone that, you know, has a toxic work environment or stress seems to be the thing that really take away the energy that you could put into working out and eating healthy. Julie is the person to talk to. And so thank you for coming, Julie, onto the podcast. Can you please introduce yourself to the people? Yeah. Um, so thank you uh, again, Sam, for having me. Um, my name is Julie. And I guess fun fact. Um, so last year was my golden birthday. And so um, my husband and I decided to uh, finally take a trip to Korea and Japan because I've always wanted to go down there. So and I feel like I fulfilled something in life where I was like, okay, I finally been there. Um, so that was something that was really memorable from last year. And then in terms of work, I work in customer service. So that's a little about me. <laughs> Yay, I like that. When you took your trip to Korea, it was just also memorable too because Julie also got to try all the foods there without worrying about like, oh, like, should I be on a diet? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, I yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think that was because it was such a long trip that I was just like, you know, I was in the program too. And so I was like, how am I gonna like, manage because I wanted to like try everything. But then also, in a way, don't hold myself back, but then kind of learn how to navigate that. So yeah, no, this is so good. So can you give the people a quick snapshot of where you were before the program and like just kind of like where you were at with your weight loss health journey and just give them like an idea of what the things that you were struggling with and things that were hard for you to be consistent in because I know that was something that we coach a lot on at the beginning and so can you share about that? Yeah um so when I first I guess just decided that you know I wanted to join one-on-one coaching I would say that or I got married in 2022 and and then I didn't really start thinking about my health or, or whatnot until like 2023 when um, I started noticing like the physical changes and like my especially like my face, but then also like in my upper body, or I knew that was because I wasn't taking care of myself. Like I put other matters before myself. So I also felt really nervous or like kind of anxious going out um, because of how I looked. Like it was just starting to get to me. And so 
I think that's why, and that I, one of my friend was in your program. And so I reached out to her and was like, Hey, you know, how is the program going for you? And then I feel like I just kind of took like a leap of faith and was like, you know, I, it's time for me to have someone else read or uh, help me. Cause I feel like, you know, there's Google, there's YouTube, but then there's so much information. And I think that's where I kind of got lost. And so here we are. <laughs> no, that's so good to think about because like, I remember when you first joined the program, you were like, Sam, I'm trying to piece all of these information together. And like, I'm so confused on where to start. And I just don't understand, like, am I supposed to be like working out like this? Am I supposed to be eating like this? And I know, especially for you, Julie, Julie actually came from a pretty unique background. A lot of the clients that I work with, a lot of people have done diets, right? Like, but Julie, she hasn't really tried like a lot of diets. She was just like bombarded with a lot of information. And she's like, I just don't know how to get started. And so I call it like, you know, people say like analysis paralysis. You're like, oh, you just got so much information. And you're like, I don't know what to do. So and when you were talking about like, you put other matters before your health, like what was that? And like, did you feel like anything in your body at all? Like, did you feel really low energy? How did you know that like, hey, I got to really start prioritizing like my body? Yeah. So just to kind of touch on the matter, or I got married in 2022. So I, for example, like planning my marriage and all that was kind of like on the top of my list in 2022. And then just also, like, I've been trying to, like, learn how to better manage, like, my finance. And so I was focused a lot on that, learning how to be better with that. Um, and also, like, my mental health, just trying to, like, seek therapy. But then, so overall, it's like a mix of, like, different areas, but then not ever really touching on, like, my health. I would say that maybe this past year or, like, or it, when I, before I joined the program, I think my body was also giving me signs like I would, um, you know, wake up and then like my body would ache and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't like do anything to it. But then also just noticing like like my bones or just just within my body, <laughs> like the and, and it makes me think like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting older and I'm not taking care of myself. So that's kind of what prompted me. Yeah, no, that's so good that you brought that up. Because I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm just getting older. And like, I'm feeling all of these things. And I'm like, I mean, that's actually not true. <laughs> I mean, like age has like a combination with how you feel and like your achiness and your bones, you know, decreasing over time. But definitely, like there's so much in in our control. And so can you like, paint a picture of how your workout consistency was before the program? Because I know, like when you first joined, you even told me you were like, oh, my gosh, Sam, this is like the most consistent I've ever been when we did like our six week check in. And you're like, I've never worked out so consistently for the past six weeks. And I'm just curious about your relationship with exercise and why it was so hard for you to be consistent, you know, before the program. Yeah, I would say I like, honestly, yeah, I Probably like if I were to like count the number uh, of times I'd like exercised in like, for example, in 2022, before I joined, probably like three times in that year. So in other words, like I was literally not exercising at all. Um, and I think that was because, yeah, I, I always saw exercising as something that if I exercise, that would contribute to like 
you know, me being healthy and um, living longer. My, I would see my dad exercise when I was younger. Um, we would also like uh, go running and walking a lot when we were younger. So in a way, I saw that as a, uh, some form of exercising, but it was never to the point of like, I want this or like point where I thought, oh, you know, I need to be consistent in this to be healthy or to live longer. It's something that I can just do whenever I feel like it. And I'm just going to hope that somehow I live long. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because at the beginning of our coaching, I remember you, Julie, you were like expecting something from the exercise. It was like, oh, right. Okay. I did this. So like, I must see something different in my body. And it's kind of like the way you grew up. It's like, okay, yeah, you were like, you grew up seeing like your dad exercise and all of that, but it was never like a conversation of like, how often you do this for, does it really matter? Does it really play a role in like your health? And when you think about like society and how people think about weight loss too, it's like, okay, people just exercise to like get something in return, you know, like to get like a hot body, like some flat tummy and some big ass, right? And so I know your relationship with exercise has evolved so much then because you're not really exercising for that reason anymore. And so can you explain what helped you change your relationship with exercise to not see it as like, oh, you know, like I could do it whenever or, you know, if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to expect something in return. But now it's just like, okay, you know what? Like my body genuinely needs to move. And so I'm just going to do something for it. Like what was the shift for you? Do you remember? Uh, Yeah, I would say definitely like my conversations with you. I know we were like, at one point we were talking about wins and I mentioned the 90 year old version of myself. And like you introduced that to me, like that 90 year old per, uh, like self to me. And again, I, I've never really thought about her. You never think if you are, will ever live that long. So I think maybe that's why I didn't really think about her, but it started to click in my head in our talks to that. If I want to, you know, see her or like, if I want to be able to like just take care of her like currently then yeah she has to be in my my head or like I, I have to see her in the future and so I think that that really helped me and then also just thinking of like changing my mindset of like working out not to you know get that body but more so like I'm doing this for myself or making that my reason because thinking about like a flat you know flat abs or big butt isn't gonna help me during the hard times and I have a lot of hard times, again, with working out because I'm like, I can easily just say I'm lazy. I don't want to work out. And literally, I feel like that's me a lot prior to the program. But it's definitely, again, just thinking, replacing those thoughts with I'm doing this for myself and my health it's really helped me continue the journey. Yeah, I love that because that is like you really digging deep into like the why behind you do everything and that is going to help you when you're having like a really hard time now if you work out you are going to get the body that you want eventually but like having that be like the main motivator all the time doesn't really help so you also mentioned like there has been times where you were like I'm just lazy. Like, I don't want to work out. And we coach so much on this because I was telling Julie, I'm like, you are not lazy. Like, if you feel like you don't have the energy, it simply means that 
you are tired and you need to go rest and you need to like let yourself just not put the pressure on you to be like today I got to work out. So because we are on the topic of exercise, how did you understand what your body needed? Like whether it was rest or whether it was movement, I feel like at the beginning, it was a little bit hard for you to kind of determine. But now I feel like you've gotten really good at it of like, okay, yeah, you know what, I do just need to rest, I need to take a nap, I need to just take a day off. Or you know what, I need to go for like a walk, or maybe I'm gonna go do Pilates, or do like my strength training. Like, how do you separate that to help you identify it? Because I feel like a lot of people have a hard time like and they're like telling themselves oh i'm just lazy that's why i don't work out but it's like no you're not like you it's you have to focus on something else now and then that is rest and then you will get energy from there okay so yes it, it's a lot of like sitting with myself and just kind of really asking myself what does what is lazy like what does lazy mean and like when i'm lazy what does it look like and then when I'm not lazy or like when I'm tired, what does it, what does it look like? So just kind of uh, figuring out the difference between both. So then I can, whenever I feel that like tiredness or draining, I can like label it. So if I'm, yeah, if I'm lazy, I know I'm lazy and I need to get my butt up and do something or like I'm tired. I need to take a rest and then I can do something or again, I can start working out when I feel more restful. Also just like, thinking about the events prior before like before I became like like I started being trained and I think we touched on this a lot too but then I don't want to jump the gun but I know like a lot, like my work for example it contributed to a lot of like my um, energy being drained but like yeah just it made me like knowing the difference has helped me to take action oh yeah I like that when you said that something came to my mind and it was like if you're telling yourself you're lazy, usually a lot of the times you just don't know the difference between lazy and being tired. Yeah. Right. And the way you were explaining it, it's like if you're tired, there's usually some sort of events prior to that that really like drained you and you're like, I need to take a rest versus when you were explaining laziness, it just sounded like you have the option. Like sometimes I'm lazy to do the dishes. Okay. Like yeah. I just don't want to do it, but it's like, I have the option whether to do it now or later. Like it's not really like something that's required. <laughs> right. So I just, I like the way you put it in that perspective because a lot of times as women of color and just being a mom woman, uh, we are not lazy. We are not lazy. We, we do a lot. So <laughs> it's usually because you're freaking tired and you need to go like rest. So Let's talk about your work because you mentioned that. Can you talk about like how the stress from your work really impact your progress? And I just want you to like explain how it impact the way you eat and like work out and showing up for yourself because I preach a lot about this on Instagram where I'm like, you know, if you're stressed, it doesn't matter if your weight loss plan is perfect, like your body's still not going to lose the weight. It's just a thing like there's just too much going on. So can you explain that? And how did you know when you were like, you know what, like, I'm going to focus on managing this first before I even think about like losing weight? Um, definitely, I can start off like how I was feeling about work. I do want to say though, yeah, like during the program, I 
I never expected that we would touch on work too, just because I think kind of like if, if I think about like just my like life up until now, like work was always something that I was like, okay, you experience stress at work and it's normal, right? And so I was um, really surprised that we touched on work and yeah, I, I'm glad that we did. And so definitely, I think it came up because I think I would tell you during our calls to that, like right after I would feel like super drained and I didn't like connect it with work. Cause again, I just thought it was normal. So that was like the first sign. And then I feel like I, it, it impacted like specifically like my eating schedule. Cause when it came to work, I would say, yeah, prior to like, you know, doing the program and also talking about work, I was like just eating like at most like two meals per day or or even yeah. So like dinner would be the hardest meal I would or like I would skip on dinner just because I would get pretty drained after work. And I'm like, I don't want to think about what I want to eat or what I want to cook. And so um, it's really impacted like how I ate too. And then yeah, work working out wise, I never thought about working out at all. <laughs> like, because yeah, like work drained me. So I'm gonna just put on a K-drama and just binge it. Because that's what makes me happy currently or like feel like I'm, you know, recuperating. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? When you were going through this work stress and then you were like, so focused on a work task and you're like maybe i should just like not eat lunch today do you remember that uh, yeah oh yeah and it's just like and it's just so crazy how like your brain was like oh like it's normal like everybody just do this like we just push through it's just work is just stressful yeah mm -hmm. exactly and i was even thinking about like when you were talking about working out it's like this is where i was telling julie i'm like it's not that you don't have the discipline or it's not that like you like there's something wrong with you that you don't have the energy to work out. Like you literally need to like manage your mind at work and not put so much pressure and expectation on yourself on the way you perform so that like when work is over, you're not drained from all the expectation and pressure that you put on yourself to perform. Right. So if you were to give advice to the person listening right now and they're like very stressed with work too and they also have high expectation and pressure on themselves how did you manage that because i feel like like towards the middle of the program you're like oh like like it's the way i'm talking to myself when i'm having a good mindset day like work doesn't drain me but when i don't have a good mindset day and i'm just like wallowing in my like story in my head I don't have any energy. So like, what would you say? Like, how did you go through that process to get to where you are? Yeah, I would say like, I definitely had to redefine again, like what work means to me um, or even also like connect like work with health. Like, cause I, I didn't really connect that, you know, my health is dependent on like, my work or like my work would affect my health, how I take care of myself. And so like through coaching with you and like, just kind of like talking about that really opened up my eyes to like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to do this like long-term. Um, and so I think, I think for me really just building the courage to say that I can leave if it's toxic. And I think what really helped me or clicked in my head 
just kind of like seeing in real life too that when I get off work, this is how I'm feeling and thinking about like, if I don't want to continue feeling like this, um, then I need to do something about it. Like I need to take action. Uh, and I really liked this conversation that we had because it was like, I, I either like work on the mindset of, are there things that I can change about how I feel about my job? Um, and then if not, the other route I could take is to look for a different job, give me less stress so then I can start focusing on my health. And when we coached on that, I think, again, there was just like a light bulb in my head where I'm like, you know, I do have a choice. I can stay and try to make it work. Or if I feel like it's not helping, then I can build courage and leave the job and find something that will serve me better. Yeah. yeah. No, and this is a really good point because a lot of times we're not even aware of what's like impacting our health because we think that health is just food and working out and that's it, right? We're not really thinking about like all the other stuff that could add onto the plate. And for you, it was the job. And I remember that conversation really clearly too because I was like, Julie, like, I know you want to lose 10 pounds, but with the way you feel right now, and the way you treat yourself like after work and how people treat you at work, right? It was like, this is not going to like support you in this goal. And when I said that, I just remember you having the awareness of, oh, like, I get it now. Like, it's starting to make sense. And like, I can see the different choices that I have. So I'm just happy that you brought that up because it takes awareness before like change. And then now I know like you're, you're in a different role currently, like a different internship role for the place that you work for and you enjoy it so much better. And I just remember when you first got it, you're, you just seemed less stressed and like not so like drained after work. And I feel like it made such a big difference in the world for you. And that brings me to why we titled this episode Changing Your Mind About Your Goal because this is what Julie had to do. Like she had this idea of like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And then like when she went to go do the work, it was like, oh, like these are the roadblocks that are keeping me from getting to the 10 pound goal. And I have to make a decision whether or not I'm going to drop that ball or like I'm going to look at these other options. And there were so many times where Julie was also like managing her mind at work and she's like okay at this point like I'm, I'm already managing my mind so much and i'm still stressed so like we gotta look at other options so yeah do you have anything to add to that about what i just said yeah i would say that this part that we worked on like my work area um was definitely like one of the most i would say like eye-opening part for me and um going back to like what i um, initially wanted out of the program, like, you know, losing the 10 pounds after we touched on like work um, and building that courage. I have thought a lot about like, yeah, like I want to leave the job or like just considering other options. Yeah. And like letting that just be like available to you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So this is so good. I want to go on to, because you talked about courage. Mm hmm how did you build up the courage to like apply to this internship 
to like get out of the current role that you have because I remember when you were like what I could I could apply to a different job or like I could like do something different it was a big step it was the first time that you did something like this and so I wanted you to touch on that for someone who's listening and they're like oh my gosh I have a toxic job I want to leave but like I feel like I don't have the courage right yeah like what would you say to them I would say, I mean, first of all, like definitely consider if it's something that is doable for you. But then I know for me, it's what really led to that was having these conversations with you. And again, just kind of figuring out how, if it's adding or if it's taken away from my life and also like my goal of wanting to take care of myself. And I think you presented the question of like it or the the idea of like, you know, if my work is not allowing me to take care of myself, then is it really worth it? And I think that's what kind of pushed me to like really think about, I do want to take care of myself. And I feel like I'm not saying that there there's a better job out there because I think we also touched on that is that at least the next job will help me. I, I will become like, I, I will have learn so much more from my toxic job and then um, use that to help me in my current position. So establishing boundary, I feel like was what I took away from our conversation. And that, again, that just pushed me to, I, I want to also say too, like what really pushed me to want this, like wanting to find or apply for this internship too, was the stress at my job. And then just realizing how I, may not be as valued as I want it to be. So that helped me too. Yeah, yeah. that's really good because you're thinking about what I'm hearing from you is like you're thinking long term, right? Like you're not thinking about like right now of, oh, how am I feeling right now? You're like, okay, how is this going to impact me? Not just today, but like five years from now, if I'm choosing to stay in this role. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's something for y'all to think about. Now, let's move on to food. I want to hear about like your relationship with food. And like just tell the people because I remember when you got into the program, you you had these expectations of like how you should be eating, how things should look like on your plate. And before one on one coaching, Julie actually listened to my podcast. So she started eating three meals before we got started. But then you would always be like, oh, like, I don't know if this is a good, I don't know if this is like a healthy meal. Or I just remember like you would just eat because like people will be eating around you. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to eat. I don't know if I really like even want this, but I'm just going to like have it anyways. And you had like these like mini snacks here and there throughout the day that you would just have because like, you know, Hubs was, was eating or like it was on the weekend and you were hanging out with friends. So I wanted to know like, how was your relationship with food before the program and then like how do you see food now yeah before the program I definitely saw food as like either healthy or not healthy like literally that was what it was um but even then I was like healthy when I picture healthy like I see like fruits vegetables um unhealthy I would put like uh my monk food right monk food rice you know, pork belly, all the good stuff. And so I feel like to be healthier, to reach my goal at that time, I feel like I need to go more towards like eating those clean food. But then, yeah, it was, it was definitely really hard too, because I was like, a, I want to say I was like a recent, recently got married. And so I 
how to like learn the ropes of being like a nya and then also yeah really considering what my in-laws would eat and you know they they tend to eat more like traditional mong food and I think because I was considering what other people's are eating the way I cook or again I just wanted to eat what was already made although others might not see it or had requested me to I feel like I was also like people pleasing in a way with my food choices yeah and I know that was something that we worked on a lot where it was like yes like you want to cater to everybody but then also like what do you want to eat and what satisfies you and so like where are you at with that now like how do you feel about your food yeah I feel like I am more comfortable like you know just eating like specifically like I'm just more comfortable like just eating like mung fu without feeling guilty um portioning wise I feel like we worked a lot on that too and I definitely like got the handle of like uh, learning that in the previous meal this is how much I ate so in the next meal this is how I'm gonna portion the same or just not feeling guilty too if like I overeat yes so my food has been more like consistent um and I am I know I'm still working on like the quality but it's just eating three meals it's 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 been helping a lot yeah I think like for you when I was thinking about food Mm -hmm. like now it just seems like you don't have drama around like the options that you have oh yes like it's just kind of like okay this is what we have let's just work with it and like i'm not gonna make it a big deal of okay this is healthy this is not healthy and then like should i have it like this if i don't have it like this i'm just not gonna eat or like i'm just gonna keep eating this way it's like now i remember like our last conversation you were just telling me about your food about working with it and allowing yourself to okay this is what i can eat today this is what we have so let me just have this meal and then i'm just gonna think about how i'm gonna do do this differently next time and i thought about like your korea trip when you did that where it was like yeah do i feel good eating all the fried stuff no but like i'm gonna do better like the next day and try to add a little bit more fiber into my food Oh, yes. Yes. That was definitely a fun time because, yeah, I definitely had to like I got to like try like trial and error, basically. So, yeah, yeah. good. Okay, I want to touch quickly on like, how do you feel about your body image? Because I know like at the beginning of the program, you you weren't super confident with it because I know you mentioned like you've gained weight also. And you didn't really like how you looked in the mirror. Like there's tends to be like some picking here and there. And so because you change your goal, you know, like halfway through um, the program of just like, I'm just going to like focus on building these habits, managing my stress and like transitioning into this new role of my internship. How do you feel about your body now? And like, how has that changed? Because the 10 pound was what what you originally wanted, but even now you still appreciate like your body the way it is. Uh, so I would say like the thought of, you know, if I don't appreciate my body where it is currently, then even if I were to lose that 10 pounds that I initially wanted, I probably wouldn't 
be happy anyways. And I would always constantly want more. So because I, I feel like I do someday, I do want that to lose that 10 pounds, but I probably won't. My, my body is always changing. And so if I don't appreciate where it is now, then I, again, I won't appreciate when it, it's when I've lost 10 pounds. And that, again, that thought really like just helped me to appreciate. I love that. Yeah, because it's like it goes back to like it brings you back to like, okay, I got to work on just being okay with my body now. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I won't want more. Like even after like when we were getting closer to being done, like Julie was like, yeah, I want to lose weight now. But like I want to lose weight from like a good place. Like this feels like a good reason versus like how I was at the very beginning. And now that she got like her stress at a level where she feels like it's very doable it's like she has the capacity for it now, right? And I just think that's super important because like now you can go into that goal feeling like you, you've you done a lot of work already on yourself that like changing your physical body isn't going to change your mind. It's like you already changed your mind and then changing the physical body is just like the extra points. Like, okay, doesn't matter if we're getting there or we're here, like, we still appreciate, like, our bodies. I think I also put myself in the position, like, if I were to kind of, like, go back to, like, the beginning um, before joining the program, like, if I were to get the body that I wanted, but my mind wasn't, like, in the right place, like, I was unhappy, I I don't think I would have wanted that. Or, like, I, I wouldn't want the body over the mindset. Oh yeah. my god, that's so good. Yeah. That reminds me of when we were when I was like, would you want that body with this job right now? <laughs> Remember when we were talking about that? And then you're like, you know what? I don't even think I would actually really appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. And I even asked you too. I remember I'm like, because you've lost weight in the past before. And I was like, how did you feel? Well, you were smaller then, right? And you yes, and I asked yes. you, like, how did you feel about about being smaller then? You're like, well, I still have just the same thoughts. Like back then, even though I was smaller than where I am right now, I still felt like I needed work done at that size too. And then that was like a like a aha for you of like, okay, you can definitely see that like the, the sizes doesn't really change like the way you think about yourself. Yep, exactly. I know that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, uh, I, if I don't work on my mindset, then I'll never appreciate where I go, basically. So good. I want to ask you this question, and then I'll leave you with the three lessons that you can share with the audience. How did you manage changing your mind and being okay with that? Like your goal? And like, because I just feel like when people change their mind about their goal, they're like, oh, like there's so much shame that comes up. Like, oh, like I can't believe I couldn't do that. Or, oh my gosh, like oh, if, if only I didn't have this job, like everything would be perfect. You know, like just like the would have, should have, could have, like this could have been this way. I just want to know how you process that because like changing your goal is a big deal. But I also want everybody to know that it's always an option. Like you don't know what it takes until you set the goal and then you go and do it in the journey. And then that's when you get a lot more information about who you are as a person mm -hmm. and like how you eat and how you work out. And then you get more data to like make a better decision. And this is why like a lot of clients in one-on-one -on -one coaching, like 
they come to me, they're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. But then I have some clients where they're like, oh, shoot, like I'm five pounds down. I'm good. Like I like where I'm at. Or they're like, oh, you know what? 15 pounds. I'm good. And so mm-hmm. I just want you to to explain, like, how did you come at peace with like, yeah, I changed my mind and that's OK. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, yeah. So to start off, like having these, even like having these conversations, like just gave me like clarity. So I I would say like definitely finding clarity through conversations um, or even like, I, I know we talked a lot about like journaling. So like through journaling as well helped me, I would say just uh, by learning more about um, myself has enabled me to see that I might be like, you know, other people might see me as like someone who's like a, a slow learner or even myself, like I judge myself for or for being a slow learner. But I guess, again, through our conversations, it's enabled me to see that, you know, I'm not really a slow learner. I'm just someone who wants to take their time to learn. And I think that's why I'm okay with changing my goal because I have accepted that I'm at a pace where I might not be ready to lose that 10 pound. I know I'll get there one day, but I need to take it back. I need to like start from where I am, meet myself where I am. Yeah. And I think by accepting that, I'm just able to accept my goal. I like that. that My goal changed. Yeah. That's really good. It's like knowing your reasoning behind it and then also Knowing your capacity, that's kind of like what I heard of like, I just like meeting yourself where you're at because you know, like the amount that you can take in and like not a lot of people are willing to like slow down to be like, oh, I need to change my mind. So that's a really big strength that you have that I'm like super like I admired a lot of. So now that we're towards the end, I just want you to share the three lessons that you learned in the coaching program and just share them with the people or anything else that you want to share before we close off. Yes, um, I would say I definitely the first thing is I learned that it's very important to eat three meals a day. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yes. no, I, I, yeah, I say that like like that, but no, I, I do really mean it like eat, eat three meals a day because um, I feel like by changing my perspective on like eating, eating, you know, meals and whatnot, I feel like I have more energy throughout my day to like uh, uh, do things and also again I don't by having like a regular schedule I uh, eating schedule I don't binge eat um, so yeah eat that was one of my biggest takeaway oh and then to add to that well I think to add to that I would say like also like just kind of just seeing that I I don't need to eat at the regular 12 o'clock that society says like I can come up with my own uh, meal plan has really helped my schedule the second thing I learned is to um, even if it's just for like a couple of minutes like uh, just take action just just like do the workout because I feel like by overanalyzing like oh this is what I need to do oh I have I need to like I dread showering after working out. Like just, just like thinking about all that um, will stop me from taking action. But if I just do it, then I will feel much better after. So the third thing I learned is to build the courage to leave 
uh, a toxic job or like a job that isn't serving. I, I think I really, again, I really took that. That was a huge, yes. So the third thing I learned is to definitely have the courage to leave a toxic job if it's not serving you, but also if it's not enabling you to take care of myself. Uh, I would say I'm definitely currently in the process of doing that, but I had to, I feel like I had to build the courage and also the knowledge to, to do so. And so, yeah, going through this uh, coaching program definitely really helped me, you know, talk it through, find clarity. Uh, and I am less afraid to, you know, find the next job. So good. Thanks for sharing your lessons with us, Julie. I really appreciate you for coming on the podcast. I just I think about your journey so often. And it always goes back to like just having the courage of leaving something that's toxic, that's not good for you, because your health is always more than just the workout plan, the nutrition stuff. If you can't find yourself to do those things, there's something going on in your life that maybe you need to get rid of. Okay. Or like jump the gun and just do something different, which takes like confidence and courage too. But this is why I brought her on so that you can all listen to Julie's story. If Julie can do it, then you can do it too. So thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Bye. I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.